0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Heart of Sports. I'm Jason Springer with Jeff Cohen and Jeff Rutberg, back with you on 610 AM Sports ESPN Radio and ready to help you move into the weekend talking about all the news in the world of sports. Guys, the All-Star breaks over. Training camp begins in 10 days. They're still handing out millions of dollars in the NBA. Who thought it was going to be a quiet summer? Not not, me. not too much going on mm-hmm. in the world of sports, right? Right. If the callers want to join us, they can hop on the conversation, 888-728-9941. That number again is 888-728-9941. Mr. Cohen, how are we doing this week? We're doing okay. What did we do? Anything exciting this week? Well, I watched the ESPYs the other night. Did you? Yeah. I, are you a fan of award shows like that? No, I'm
1: not. No. But, so why do you watch? I, I actually like this one. I wanted to see Peyton Manning. I'm not. A, I'm not a Peyton Manning football fan. Okay, but he you're, is funny. You're a Peyton
0: Manning comedy.
1: fan. Yes, uh, which is amazing because because I don't. I never thought that he would be a guy who could carry comedy. But they did some bits with him, inc- including the one where he was in a retirement home, which was absolutely great. But but the reason that that I've started watching the ESPYS is for the human interest stories mm-hmm. and and. And every year when they start promoting it, it makes me think of not just the Jim Valvano speech, which which I think is an amazing speech. Again, I wasn't a fan of his as a coach, but him as a person in those that speech. Yeah. But but then Stuart Scott gave a speech a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and for those that haven't seen it, I encourage you to just Google it and watch it. And for those that have seen it, you should watch it over and over again because it it reminds us not just that life is bigger than sports, but how sports can influence life. Absolutely. And, and for people who have friends, relatives that are suffering from cancer, ESPN does more than just sports. The ESPYs raises a lot of money for cancer research, and people like Stuart Scott and, and people like Jim Valvano remind us that it's, that it's our friends, that it's our family, and making
0: sure we're there from them.
1: That's what's important.
0: Well, and last night they, or the other night, they reminded us with the Arsher, Arthur Ashe Courage Award that there's athletes uh, all across the spectrum. They honored uh, Eunice Shriver and the Special Olympics, mm-hmm. and it was it was great. Uh, Jeff, I, Jeff Ruppert, I thought of you with your daughter as a competitor. They had the Olympians on stage with Michelle Obama as they honored her for her work. They had a, a nine minute video sort of going over the history of the Special Olympics. And I just thought it was it was great recognition for an organization that's done so much for so many people.
2: Yeah, I I, I agree. I think it's a well deserved honor. I'm very grateful for her and I'm very proud of her for founding the uh, Special Olympics. Uh, almost next year it'll be 50 years. Yeah, and I thought it was I thought it was really good
0: recognition for an organization that's done so much for so many people through the world of sports, and it's it's why we enjoy being here and, and talking sports each week, and, and I just, it's those type of, of stories, the the human interest stories around sports that um, are why I love sports. Sure, I will root for sports as a fan, but I, I enjoy how sports are a conduit for everything else for people. So great. Enjoy, enjoyed the ESPYs. Let's get into it. Uh, let's talk a little bit of football first. I did not realize that I would uh, be in the middle of a disagreement, but we, we did our <laughs> show prep. And we started talking about Richard Sherman's tweet where he said that the only way for NFL players to get paid more is to go on strike. And the NFLPA retweeted that. And I, I wanted, I asked you both what your opinions are, and you have different opinions. So who wants to go first? Go for it. Jeff. All
2: right, I'll go for it. Okay. All right. So I was, uh, I've had Eagles season tickets for a long time, and at the last strike in what was that, eighty-seven, 87. or so. Well, the, the, um owners got an injunction and the players, uh, couldn't, uh, pick it close to the stadium. So I, I went to a couple of, uh, replacement games.
0: Is that the worst and, football and, you had uh, ever seen?
2: No, and, and I didn't care and I enjoyed the game and I think the Eagles won one of them. So it didn't. And, and I really didn't care. If Sherman wants to play in Europe, that's fine with me. Goodbye. Get out. They want to go on strike. Get out of so here. So
0: as a fan, you're just tired of, T- tired big of the, the
2: crybabies bab- cry and how much money they get, $5 million to play oh. and, and that's not good enough. So, so Jeff
0: Cohen reminded me that not everybody makes $5 million, your side of the argument. Well, well, first of all, people like Richard Sherman are not the guys that should be carrying the torch for this.
1: Because there's the haves and the have-nots, not, have and yes, it's relative compared to what we all make.
0: Yes. Um, you have to preface any conversation by saying that, that. When you're talking about athlete money, it really isn't comparable to the person that goes and works their day job. It's it's not something that somebody can contemplate right, that amount but, of right. money.
1: So Richard Sherman, he's got a big contract. He's probably saved lots of money. He's a Stanford grad. Uh, he's not the guy that – he he doesn't have to worry about this. The person that has to worry about it is the average NFL player. Because most of the NFL players make the minimum or close to that. Most of them, and I understand that the minimum is several hundred thousand dollars. But the, the average lifespan of an NFL football player is three years. That's their career for the majority of NFL football players. And then they have to get another career. I don't have to go get another career. I could work as an attorney as long as I want. You can work in your career, and Jeff can work in his career as long as they want. And by the way, when I'm done with my career, I can still walk. I don't have concussion syndrome. There's a bunch of things that people, when when, when Jeff, when you say, good, goodbye, you can go somewhere else, these are human beings who go out there and literally tear their bodies do apart. Do they know that, wait, though? Wait minute, don't they
0: minute. know that going they, in? That's
1: fine. They do know
2: that it's going in, but that,
1: but that doesn't mean that, that you should sit there and say, I don't care about
2: them. Well, wait a minute now. They they get a full paid scholarship to whatever college they go to, and sometimes they're there for four years. So if they come out with a degree, yeah. th- they should be able to get a job in their major after football.
1: Well, that that's assuming they can walk. It's assuming that they can lift their arm. It's assuming that they don't have to hide in a room that's dark because they have CTE. I have, I have a friend who played in the NFL for years and ESPN did a story on him and hopefully we'll have him on here sometime. And, and, and he has to go in a room for hours at a day because it's the only, because it has to be dark because it's the only place that he doesn't have sufficient pain in his head because of the number of times that he's been hit. Well, so, so it's a lot different, and, and to just and by the way, it's if you want to get to the quality of football, you cannot tell me that if you put. The next group of football players who are not playing now on the field to replace the ones that are there, that you're going to get the same quality of football no, because no. terrible Germany. football, but still get
2: no. exciting football. No, you'll get like don't. watching a college game. I don't. So no, it's not I like don't no, it's I, it's sure it I don't they think all, it was. Exciting they all have at all. college experience. Nah. We can get players from the uh, arena football I dis- league. I
0: disagree with you. So, it's, so totally, it's a totally different product and brand. I we, look. I, I wouldn't want to go. First of all, I mean, I, t- I told you I wouldn't. You know, I'd have questions about crossing a picket line to begin with for that. Like, that's my own internal challenge. However, the quality of play would not be just a little bit worse or like college. The quality of play would be XFL style. I okay, mean, so it was so? terrible. It's,
2: it's, it's okay. It was t- I, look. It, it, I, you know, I went. Nobody nobody went, went to I see it. Enjoyed.
0: You know, I, I watch it. everything. Okay, I was up the other night watching Lonzo Ball get a triple double in right, the yes. summer league game yeah, after texting midnight. texting me at one o'clock in the morning about what's going <laughs> so, on in summer league. So <laughs> I I watch all of that garbage type ball. I would not be interested in watching that as yes, a you would. no. If I that's wouldn't. what
2: the Eagles were, and the Eagles were in first place uh, no. with those replacement no, players. You would watch, you would uh, enjoy it, no. and if they You're won wrong. a Super Bowl I that wouldn't. way, that would be great. Uh, no, I
0: absolutely wouldn't. And I, I look, I want my team to win a Super Bowl, but I absolutely would not look at it that way. And and it's not that I want the players to have more money or not. I think Sherman is fundamentally off in that the number of players in the NFL, the number of games, the way the economic model is set up. Yes, the only way for them to get a higher increase in their salaries is to strike. Otherwise, they will collectively bargain increases every year. However, I don't know that the reason to strike is because those top money players need more. If you're going to strike, have benefits for your retirees that are better. Mm -hmm. Have better care for the people at the lower end of that spectrum. To me, that's a reason. But that's the majority of the league. But that's not why they
1: would do it. No, that's not why Richard Sherman would do it. The majority of the players in the league have short careers, make the least amount of money. That's the majority. The minority of the players make the largest sum. I mean, the quarterback could make a third
0: of what the team's salary is. You know, so... So team's payroll, you mean? Yeah. Do you think they yeah. would? Do you would think they would change that though if they struck? Like, I don't think this would be a strike about changing the. I think it would be. A, uh,
1: I, I don't think striking is the answer.
0: Neither. No. Uh,
1: because it it doesn't work. And it, it ends up what happens is they go on strike and they can't afford to stay on strike.
0: And the owners the, have. The more.
1: owners could go a year or a couple years. They have a a, a whole boatload of money each, up
0: each team's going to get what 55 million dollars from the the two relocated the football and, yeah, teams the chargers I, I mean when you look at it and that's the problem the players truly don't have the leverage the only leverage they have is their decision to play or not
1: right, right. see and, see i see i think that there were a bunch of things that that shouldn't have been compared Sherman and there were some other players that have said, we, we want to be more like the NBA.
0: They're seeing well, those huge contract okay, numbers. Okay, well,
1: there's a third of the number of players who play It's 16 games versus 82 games. It, you can't compare one to the other. No, I agree. They're, they're not, they can't make the same amount of money.
2: It doesn't make sense. The other thing, too, is fans, if they don't want to watch the replacement players, they'll find something else to do.
0: But
1: I don't I, want I, to.
2: Well, the, I don't want I don't want to well, find baseball, something else. Baseball's going on strike. Hockey's going on well, strike. I found something else to do. We'll and talk then you came back and the, watched it. Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about, the, it. Yeah, well, we'll talk more about this
0: out. in the third segment. I'm going to cut it here because we're going to talk more about patience and <laughs> whether Philadelphia sports fans should have any for their teams. <laughs> yeah, well, so we'll revisit this, the conversation that we started here. But let's real fast, let's go through the Eagles offense a little bit. Training camp starts in 10 days are you guys excited I'm not asking Jeff Cohen as the Giants fan that he hides to be whether you're actually excited about the Eagles but take off your blue paint and let's do a breakdown of the team so Carson Wentz and his wide receivers are out in North Dakota seemed like culture shock for some of them out there totally enjoyed their tweets
1: it's a culture shock for all of them except Carson
0: Wentz yes it was very entertaining to see some of the tweets from the players I love the leadership being shown by my quarterback taking his players out there, and I love the fact that a week before training camp, they all went.
1: It's a lot different than Johnny Manziel, huh? It yeah. is a little bit different
0: yeah. than what's going on. How do you feel about Carson Wentz, Jeff Rupberg first, because I have an idea where Cohen's going with this one.
2: He's got a year under his, uh, of experience under his uh, belt. Mm-hmm. He, he's got some new wide receivers and a, and, and a better offensive line and some good running backs. I think he'll do well.
0: All right. Cohen. Yes. I know. You are not. You do not believe without your Giants hat on that mm-hmm. Car, you believe that Carson Wentz is the least experienced. Wait, so
1: we'll see. You're you're going two different ways with this. All right, go ahead. Carson Wentz, first of all, leadership wise, uh-huh. I think he's doing all the right things. Okay, I think that that's great that he got the receivers to come out there, not just to practice, but to bond. I think that's a huge thing when you're a quarterback and a leader of an offense. So I think he's doing the right things. I think he has the skills to do it. My point to you. But,
0: were, before, There's a bunt. No, but no it's not a
1: bunt. You asked me a question before we went on air, and that, and it was to rank the quarterbacks in, in in the division. Okay. Of the quarterbacks in the division, he is the probably the least seasoned of those four quarterbacks. You can't you can't say that that Eli Manning is not the best quarterback in that division.
0: But Wentz doesn't have the Eli face.
1: Well Yeah, and he doesn't have that,
0: that <laughs> dull sounding droll either.
1: But 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 I think that Carson Wentz has a huge future here.
0: As so d- as do I, I. just
1: think I, I just think as we get to the next parts of the offense, the problem is is what's around him. That I have a concern about.
0: So let's talk about what's around him. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, we need to stay healthy and mm-hmm. stay on the field. Which is, a, which is a huge if. Uh, it is a very big, look, I feel like in Philadelphia sports, we always qualify everything with it. if then. Right. If this right. happens, then we'll do well. If they're healthy, well, but then you we'll look, be okay. You like
1: to talk about fantasy. Every
0: year I get mocked
1: because I take Alshon Jeffrey, which is great for about six weeks, and then I have to find somebody else. And then you
0: gotta put him on the bench or exactly. put him on IR. Yeah. Well, let's hope that he makes it through the season. We've got, so, You have your two starting wide receivers that are basically at least third and potentially fifth on your depth chart, third and fourth. Which two are you counting? You had Jordan Matthews and Nelson Aguilar. Mm -hmm. And so they're Mm -hmm. now down below Torrey Smith and Alshon Jeffrey on Mm -hmm. the depth chart. Then you have the rookies, Shelton Gibson and Matt Collins. I have no idea how that will shake out in terms of, what it is. Now, obviously, they're all running around in shorts, so I enjoy the stories of how good Nelson Aguilar looks. Right. Um, Those always entertain me in the offseason. I
1: I think they said the same thing
0: last time in July. I think they just want to make him feel better about himself. I mean, look, he he used to be able to catch the ball. He did something right for a long time, and he just kind of lost it. I think it's more mental than it is physical for him at this point.
2: But now Um, now there's pressure, because there's good people ahead of him.
0: When that's the some people excel under pressure and some people crack on it. Up until this point, I don't think he was able to carry the weight of being a number two on this team. Well, now he can carry
1: the weight of being number five.
0: But but sometimes having that pressure lifted and being that fifth option means that you're not thought of and you don't have to get in your own head.
1: Yeah, but in football, being the fifth option also means you
0: don't play except on special teams. Would you stop arguing facts with me and just <laughs> let me have a conversation with myself, please? Thank you. Anyway. Hey,
1: Jeff, let's just be quiet the rest of the show. Just James. let, just let sure me talk this out. I'll work it
0: out in my own mind. By the way,
1: Brett is over there just shaking his head saying, please don't let that happen. Yeah, our
0: producer behind the glass does not want me to talk by myself for the whole show. Okay, let's look at our tight ends because you talk about weapons. You, you, you know, you hope with the offensive line being stronger this year, which we'll get to in a minute, a little more depth. You have Zach Ertz going out. You, you have Brent Selleck going out and not having to stay in and block as much. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Ertz will have the year that people hope he has had for the last few years? Rupert, hearing, you're shaking your head though no. You're I not optimistic. I keep
2: hearing it. Every year he's going to have a breakout year. Every year and it hasn't happened yet. So you don't believe he's going to
0: break out
1: this year?
2: I don't know what he's going to do. Cohen? He's got the talent. He does.
1: He, he, he's got good speed for a tight end. He's got good hands, and there are games when he just shows flashes.
0: I would like to see the Eagles use him as more of a weapon. I think last year when Lane Johnson went out, they they really had to reshuffle and keep their tight ends in and and, and Yeah, I'd move, I'd
1: move him wide. I would not keep him close to the line.
0: So you'd split him out wide yeah. and and let him have mismatches mm-hmm. that way against people who are smaller than him.
1: Yeah, I, and I think that's the way that the, that the NFL has gone with tight ends.
0: It, it definitely is the direction that they're moving in. Trey Burton's back. Again, nice player, not a game changer for you, but good on special teams. Let's talk about the running backs. You mentioned before the show to me, Jeff, that <laughs> they, they don't have a star. I mentioned on draft day, too. That they don't have a star. Yes. No, on draft day, you reminded me that we drafted short people.
1: Yes. It's an ensemble cast. <laughs> but, okay, so if you well, have... Well, that's great. We'll move them to Off-Broadway.
0: <laughs> but if you, have, if, you have a, if you have a lot of people, do you have any?
3: Well, Like, I don't know. like well, they
0: always say in hockey, if you have two goaltenders, you have none. Well, in, even though it's changing now.
2: That's why they have training camp. Let's see how it shakes out.
0: So you've got LeGarrette Blunt. Uh, He's got a lot of mileage on him, but he had a very good season with New England last year. He'll
2: get a lot of
1: touchdowns.
0: He he should. Look, we should be able to punch it in from the goal line Mm -hmm. finally. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you you know, you got... (laughs) Which also
1: keeps your quarterback healthy.
0: It does. You know, you've got Alshon Jeffrey, who hopefully you can throw a jump ball up to and he can catch it. And now you've got... Stop ruining my hopes and dreams here. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. That's not very cool. Let me at least be hopeful until training camp okay. starts. Right. You could crush my dreams in eleven days. <laughs> Just let me go for a little bit. I okay? hope he stays healthy. So my son's five months old. He doesn't know the pain of this fandom yet. Oh, you I'm know, sure it, he's heard daddy yell.
1: Nah, 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 nah,
0: no, not about sports. No, nah. <laughs> no, nah, nah, not at all. It's, but so I don't want him to to suffer like I have. That's not fair to him. Is it? No.
2: No, no, but,
1: but he's still but,
0: not going to be a Giants fan. Don't even no. try it. No, no Giants gear. Don't coming worry, to my son's not either. No Giants gear. Is your no. son an Eagles fan? Yes. So, do you feel like he failed as a parent? No. The, you let him choose his own. Yeah,
1: no. I, I look. He's a, he's a Philadelphian. He was you, born. Your in son's a bigger
0: 30s. sports fan than you are. Yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah.
1: My son checks our statistics.
0: Yes, he yeah. he's, he's he <laughs> checks and makes sure that everything's good. Okay, let's talk a little bit about our smaller running backs. We've got Donnell Pumphrey and and Darren Sproles. Yep. How are we going to use them this
2: year? Uh, t- sparingly. T- 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 no, <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> both of them, uh, two of them, will make for one. Uh, one, One full, player. Yeah, full player. Yeah. No. Look, it, I don't know. like this bias against short people that you guys have. They're really they, they, not very cool. I don't know that all of them they can carry all of these running backs.
0: Well, they're going to. I mean, they're going to go into the season. They're going to most likely cut Ryan Matthews. I don't know whether uh, Corey Clement makes the roster. Um, you know, you wonder. I,
1: I would really like to see how he does.
0: It, the local guy. It's a very good story. He was very
1: good at Wisconsin.
0: He, he was very good at Wisconsin. I believe he's from Glassboro or something. Mm-hmm. He's a, yes. from the area. So let's see what we get out of there. Let's let's do the offensive line real fast before we hit a break. How do you feel going into this season? It's I, I look at it as the most depth that they've had with an offensive line in years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised that they brought Jason Peters back. I thought that they wanted to move Lane Johnson to the outside. I don't know whether his suspension last year caused them pause and they decided to wait another year. But what it did is it creates more depth on the offensive line because—
1: He can still play.
0: He can. Yeah. He can, but I think that the Eagles, when they gave Lane Johnson the contract, the right. intention was to make him your left tackle. Yeah,
1: but you to, this is, th- that was his second suspension.
0: So is Lane Johnson going to watch everything he eats now?
1: He better somebody else better be there testing it are you getting him a sh-
0: uh, uh, Jeff Rupper are you getting him a chef
2: to make sure that everything is uh, I'm not checked uh, they, and, they, they can uh, and, and do it themselves yeah. and
0: cleared okay Kelsey's still here clear is not the word you want to use here <laughs> yeah, right I I do have concern about Kelsey uh, you've seen the bull rush up the middle of the last couple years um he struggles when they put somebody much larger over top of him
2: but uh it's it seems to be that wentz trusts him
0: he does. They have a good, they have a good relationship, relationship. though, though I think that he would be able to develop trust with, say, Amalo if he goes into that position.
2: Especially
1: if he plays
0: better. (laughs) He does. (laughs) I'll trust,
1: I'll trust, if I'm the quarterback, I'm going to trust the guy that's in front of us
2: that's bigger than me.
0: Yes. (laughs) You will trust anybody that keeps you standing. Jeff Ruppberg, why don't you take us to break and we'll come back and talk a little more.
2: Okay. You're listening to the Heart of Sports on 610 a.m. Sports. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the Eagles and we'll get over to the Phillies. And if you would like to join in the conversation, call us at 888-728-9941. We'll be right back.
3: Are you looking for a lifeline? Verizon New Jersey Shares Communication Lifeline is a statewide nonprofit that provides assistance to individuals and families living in New Jersey, those who are in need of temporary help in paying their communication and energy bills. Want to know how to apply? All you need to do is call Verizon New Jersey Shares at one 888 337 3339, or visit on the web at www.newjerseyshares.org. It's quick and easy to sign up, but remember, you must be a Verizon Residential Landline customer to apply for eligible programs. That's Verizon New Jersey Shares, keeping the lines of communication open for you and your family.
0: Let me tell you, buying or selling a home is a life changing decision. Whether you're looking for your first home or searching for your forever home, Ann Coons is the realtor you need. In fact, she helped my wife and I settle into our forever home with over 30 years helping satisfied clients buy and sell homes in the delaware valley and coons will give you the professional and reliable service you deserve when it's time to buy or sell a home in South Jersey or Philadelphia, contact Ann Coons, the only name you need to know in real estate. You can call Ann Coons today at 856-795-4709. Again, that's 856-795-4709. Or learn more on the web at www.ancoonsrealestate.com.
2: And we're back. This is the heart of sports on six ten a.m. I'm Jeff Rutberg, along with Jason Springer and Jeff Cohen. All right.
0: all right, let's finish up our offensive line conversation, Jeff. I think I cut you off giving the number. Right. Why don't you give the number if people yeah. want to join us?
2: Again, it's 888-728-9941. My bad, I stepped all over you. So let's go
0: back to the Eagles' offensive line, Jeff. Your boy Vitai, the, oh, the big I like house, him. the
2: big house. Now he could play either tackle position. Okay, so he provides a lot of depth. And I think he'll be pushing to uh, start.
0: Yeah, some versatility in terms of depth on the line. Then they signed Chance Wormack. Yeah. Uh, again, more depth on the line.
2: He can he can play both guard spots. I think it's
0: the flexibility that they're looking for from the players uh, yeah. that they've brought in. Uh, after the pounding that, that Wentz took last year and running around and... All the throws, I, I have no problem making sure you have some more big bodies around him.
2: One thing we didn't discuss with with Wentz, remember, at the end of the season, he was having a problem with his throwing motion, mm-hmm. and I hope he worked on that. This well, time. apparently,
0: he went to a quarterback guru. The and team they, didn't seem he, too Doug happy Peterson about was it. not happy about yeah, it. Yeah, the team didn't seem very happy about the guru that he went to. Uh, supposedly, he looks good. Again, everybody looks good in shorts. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see in ten days how he really looks. I'm hopeful he looks good because it'd be fun to have. A good football team to root for.
2: Right. Yeah. Now,
0: uh, Brandon Brooks is so going to be
2: starting it, at guard, it,
0: and you think that he's going to be there. But and then you got Alan Barbary, who is what's the what's your starting line? If if you, I
2: think it's Barber and Brooks, uh, Kelsey in the middle with uh, uh, Lane, Lane Johnson, Johnson and, and, and uh, Jason Peters. Peters. Jason Peters and so
0: everybody else is the backup. Jeff Cohen, does that sound like a strong offensive line to you? I don't know. I know the one side seems. Strong. I appreciate your honesty. I I,
1: well, I don't know. I don't know about Brooks and Barbary. I don't know how they're going to hold up.
0: They they did well last year. They I, did okay. They they, they did, did okay they, given the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, look, well, an, in an the offensive. games that Lane Johnson played, mm-hmm. that offensive line played much better than in the games that Lane Johnson did mm-hmm. not play. Yeah. he is the key to what happens. In terms of that line, he needs to be on the field and he needs to be playing and, and dominant.
1: And the offensive line is key. I mean, look, look. You, you can have the best quarterback. If you don't have an offensive line, it doesn't matter. Look, look at Andrew Luck. It's yeah, just right, it's basically yeah. destroyed his career not having an offensive.
0: line. Yeah, you line, get right? your quarterback yeah. you know hammered back there right. if they don't have somebody. Well, it
1: changes everything. And it not it's not only getting hammered. It's it changes your motion because you're looking to release the ball like so changes- You start to. F- Throw off of your well, back. Well, that's why it. they
0: always say, you know, you rush up the middle against Eli because you get him to have happy feet and, right. and doesn't settle in the pocket and he throws mm-hmm. it away. And then it's the Eli that's not the star.
1: Even it's, if it's the greatest court, look, Tom Brady. They always say if you rush can rush up the to middle. Him, yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. So that's uh, the like offense. N- no, one other than well, Stephen Wisniewski, also with depth.
0: Okay. So is that. Do you think we trade any of them, or just carry all of those offensive Keep, linemen? That's you, a lot of You, can't, you cannot spots.
1: have enough offensive linemen.
0: And and you saw that last year. You saw that last year. Mm-hmm. So you you hope that they've learned that and they realize that. Anything else on the Eagles' offense? All right, we'll continue next week other, with the, other defense. Than the coach. <laughs> well, let's talk about the coach for a second. Frank Wright. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how. Are you? Do you think that Frank Wright calls a good game? Okay, is I'll rephrase that. Is Frank Reich calling the game, or is Doug Peterson calling the game? I don't know. Uh, Can you tell? No, I can't. And I think that Doug Peterson's calling it, but I I don't know for sure. I mean,
1: if he's he's learned from Andy Reid, it's probably the same thing.
0: I mean, he's got the McDonald's lunch menu up there to choose his plays (laughs) off of, and he seems like he's there watching it. but, But
1: But Frank Reich does have experience. I mean, he was the, he was the Chargers' offensive coordinator for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that was a good offense. It I mean, was. He, he had to, he got to deal with Philip Rivers, who's a who's a strong willed quarterback too. So I don't know, and I don't know if Doug Peterson is is as strong willed as Andy Reid was. So I think no, he's that, more
0: mild mannered. Yeah, so I th-
1: I think that Reich is going to be calling the game. I think that Peterson will just have say and final say in which play is called.
0: All right. Well, we will watch out for that as well, and uh, we'll definitely talk more Eagles on the show. But, guys, we had the All-Star Game this week. Uh, Jeff Rutberg, you're not quite the fan. I'll get your opinion in one second. Jeff Cohen, I know you watched. You weren't planning to watch, though. I, ha-
1: I had no intention to watch the Home Run Derby. I had gotten tired of it. Uh, I have a teenage son who will watch any part of any of these things, so I hung out with him. And I have to tell you, I was hooked from the beginning of it. Shocking because when, when they had it in pre, the, the most recent previous years, it was this ten out thing, and the ten out problem is is that the pitchers are throwing pitches. You could throw ten in a row and they don't swing because they if they swing at it and it's not a home run, it's an out. This year they changed it to this time. They changed it
0: last year to the time right, clock, yeah, and then right. they continued it this year. Yeah.
1: So they have they now have the timing thing. Which, there's a sense of urgency to it now.
0: So the batters get three minutes for as many... Mi- I thought it was four, right? Or four minutes, and mean? then they can get an additional 30, 30 seconds, seconds right. if they hit home runs over like 400 and yeah, something but, feet. Yeah, but
1: they can't throw a pitch while it's kind the of ball's gimmicky. in the air, though. So even on an out... There's an urgency to getting the ball on the ground because they can't swing again until the ball hits the ground.
0: It's kind of gimmicky. Is that what you don't like about yeah, it, it, Jeff Roper? Yes, Rupert?
2: it's it's like a dunking contest in uh, basketball. See, but I like it's, the dunking contest. It's, again, it's it's another way to sell tickets on another night that nothing's going on, and you get a, a stadium full of people to watch this uh, exhibition. So what's wrong with that? What what's We're, the problem? <laughs> I wouldn't spend the money to go, to go see it. I okay. watch it on television. I sometimes. will. Uh, sometimes. Next, next uh, year. If
0: it is. was in Philadelphia, I would probably spend the money to go watch it. Next if I, if I, if I had Washington. the means. If I had the means, mm. I would probably watch it. Yeah, I, but, I mean, well, you really saw a show put on though. Aaron Judge. Is Aaron a Judge. Beast. Aaron Judge and Mike Stanton. Unfortunately,
1: Stanton went out in the first round after hitting the glass at the back of the stadium like
0: How did they five. have him go first? I don't know.
1: He, they're the home team. Why would he not be last? It, Why I, would he not automatically get the number one seed?
0: I was shocked by that. Because
1: the... ha- wouldn't it have been great to see Stanton and Judge trading off 500-foot home runs?
0: Well, and that's yeah. so you saw a Judge hit a 513-foot home run. He
1: hit, th- what, three home runs over 500 feet?
0: Uh, two home runs over 500 feet. Seven of his 47 home runs went at least 450 feet. That's six more than the next closest participant um, actually, it was four homers of 500 feet. The rest of the field had zero combined. But it's you want to hear a crazy stat. We tossed to watch You want to hear a crazy stat. We talked about salaries. Mm-hmm. So Cody Bellinger and Aaron Judge were in the home run derby. Okay. Yeah, I know Their combined salary this year is $1.1 $1. $1 million together yeah. for both of those players. Okay. Yeah. The Mets paid more for Bobby Bonilla. My
1: favorite day of the year.
0: Explain uh, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby
1: Bonilla, Bonilla took a deferred salary. When he was with the Mets. How many years ago was that? That's got to be. He is still receiving this million dollars a year. And it will continue for, I, I don't know how many years, but in New York they refer to it as Bobby, Bobby a Day. Because
0: yeah, so- he gets
1: it on the same time every year. So you, you're right. You had the two likely rookie of the years. facing, And that was that was the other part of, that I liked. At first I was sitting there going, house, after the first uh, two batters, Stanton goes out because he lost to who he was facing. And I'm going, how stupid is this? He's going to end up having probably the second or third most home runs, and he's not going to be in the next round. But that also added something to it, because there was even Justin Bohr, who nobody knows. From the Marlins. Marlins, He
0: hit a ton out. He hit
1: a ton of home runs, and he's facing Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge... Has to annihilate the ball time after time after time and beat him.
0: At the last second. Exactly. It was very interesting to watch. By the way, the salaries are, um, Judge and Cody Bellinger make 1.02 million. Bobby Bonilla is paid 1.193 million every year.
2: But that has nothing to do with the. The ba- with baseball it has nothing to do with these standings. It has nothing to do with with anything. Well, when
0: your team yeah. is so low in the standings, you got to find something else to look for. Isn't that yeah. what you told me? Right.
2: Didn't yeah. you well, tell me earlier I have to look for something else? Yeah. Yeah. So, so here I found, found a home run okay. derby, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and now that's not good
2: either. No, no, a, a, a better a better. Th- Show to watch would be uh, American Ninja Warrior. Well, it's, how much upper body strength it it's takes funny, to are you kidding by me? Your, it's by fu- your arm? It's funny you to, say that and, though because
0: around? America's Got Talent got higher ratings than the All Star Game. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything anymore. You keep looking at ratings. I do. do I think it's he, an indicator.
1: No, it's not an indicator because so many people are watching sports on their phones and their iPads. Uh, they
0: not that many to Absolutely. make up for what it is. They had a better year than the past, but it, it, Major League Baseball is the best all-star game in terms of a draw by far. Yeah, I agree. It's entertainment.
1: But, uh, yeah, however,
0: it's entertainment. people don't seem to buy all-star games anymore. But who cares i'm just saying it, it doesn't the, have the interest level that in it baseball
1: used to. it's nice for the players to have the respite for four days it's nice to honor those players that are excelling the home run derby for for young young adults and young kids is something they watch okay so everybody all the curmudgeons keep saying baseball's for older people well, that brought in the younger audience. Without because a doubt. Because every one of my son and all of his
0: friends know about the home run derby. And I enjoyed the the family story that you got to see with Cody Bellinger. Because yeah. his dad, who played in the majors, threw the balls to him. Mm-hmm. So you had father throwing the son in a major league home run derby. Like, if that doesn't make you excited as a parent to see that that's pretty cool well e- see.
1: E- even the comment that they made during it that that there was this sense of throw the ball to me one more
0: time one more time dad i can relate to that yes just and that's at, at the end where he was keep trying to chase it and keep trying to get the extra time mm-hmm. you had the same thought just one more right just one more dad and so, that's kind of the essence of sports you got to see that in an albeit all be meaningless exhibition but it had a lot of meaning for them, and that was really cool to see. I, I think they need to focus more on the Futures
1: game going forward. And, uh, and I think that they need to keep the, the Home Run Derby fresh, which requires them to get the stars of the game out. They need to Next year, they need to have Mike Trout and, and Bryce Harper. Whatever you think of them, their personalities, Bryce Harper more than, than Mike Trout. But I will tell you for people who don't think that the home run derby meant anything, it made Aaron Judge a star. It did. He is he
0: is now
1: one of the, the faces, faces of, of
0: major league baseball. Without a doubt. As a
1: as a result of the home run derby.
0: Without a doubt. And mm-hmm. if you turn to the game itself, this was the first game to go to extra innings since two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Uh AL won in fifteen innings. So the series is now tied at forty three to forty three, and each each league has scored three hundred and sixty one runs against each other. Like that matters. It's just crazy how it's so fluky though. That they they literally have the exact same stats now after eighty six years.
2: And I actually stayed up and watched. I saw that home run by Robinson Cano. So were you uh, were you okay? So you like the game. You don't like the the derby. No, I didn't like the you game. You don't like the game No, I don't like the game. No, I enjoyed the game. I thought, you know, it was like watching a Phillies game. Like, I thought it was over after it was one nothing. but... All right, before we go to the
0: Phillies real fast, just a,
2: because I'm a digital
0: media guy, a question, your thoughts on Nelson Cruz taking a selfie with Joe West during the game? Again, Major League Baseball needs to
1: promote its players, and the players clearly took that game as seriously, seriously. as possible. Even though it meant nothing, they were taking it seriously. Did your son love that and think that was cool? Absolutely.
0: They, they, yeah. That, yeah. See, that, and and that's what's happening. That was to aimed me. at a younger fan base. Yes. That type of interaction.
1: But but that's it. I I have I'm one of the old school baseball people. I'm one that doesn't like a lot of the stuff that's changed tradition. Until I start seeing it through the eyes of a younger generation, and I realize if the game is going to continue, any sport, it's got to it's got to adapt. And this right, is yeah. part of the adaptation. And if it's okay with them, and I still get to watch it, why am I going to have a problem with the fact that Nelson Cru- uh, that Nelson Cruz decided to take a selfie?
2: It makes That's sense. Right. Yeah is makes that sense? the same Joe West that used to be in the National League? Oh, Cowboy, yeah. Cowboy, Cowboy Joe, Joe West. Oh, I was he was terrible. Like that's that's what made it funny. That's what made
0: it funny, right. and that's what people were complaining about on Twitter, is that it's not bad enough that he's a bad umpire, but now he's stopping the game to take a selfie.
2: And that's okay, and that gives it, the players a chance to... To, it, uh, um, uh, do something with an umpire. Yeah, it that shows, They wouldn't uh, be able to during a regular game. It shows real game. personality of the yeah. players. Right. So let's do and some I, and, grading right And, real and fast. I will
1: tell, just tell you, I will tell you quickly is, is that, you know, people give umpires a really hard time. Most of those umpires are really good guys. Yeah. I, I mean, the umpires do this um cares charity thing where they raise a ton of money and, and umpires will come over to kids before games and now they want to get rid of them. And they did, still, you, did you hear about? The, they want to yeah, they, want, they to want to digitize to basically the home
0: plate. That's a, that's another show for another day. Unbelievable! We'll, uh, you'll go off for days on that oh, one. I, I, I can't let you start that now. Let's let's do a little report card right now, okay? Starting pitching for the Phillies in the first half. They're going to get back to it tonight. Twenty nine and fifty eight in the first half. Start the second half of the season in Milwaukee at eight o'clock. Uh, let's look at the starting pitching. Jeff Cohen, give your grade first
1: for the rotation. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, I thought that was a little generous. I know you did.
1: I um But but see, here's here's the way I look at it, and I'm probably grading it wrong, is that I'm great because the Phillies told us that this is going to be part of rebuilding. I'm looking at what they're doing what's gonna happen going forward. So
0: you I'm, have patience.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to have patience. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so what I see is when they're healthy, Aaron Nola, if you remember before the season started, I said it's gonna take him a month or two and then he's gonna he's gonna star. And he really has. He's he's turned into and I never thought he'd be a number one starter, but his stuff, he's got a faster fastball, he's got great breaking stuff.
0: Yeah, he's and, and good. it's
1: really going. Eykoff, I still think there's something there. And he came back from the disabled list, he did well. Ben Lively, I think, has a future here. I don't I think they sent him down just because Eikoff was ready, but Lively went down and just demolished it Triple.
0: It seemed a. like he was just in rotation. Yeah. And that was why he was sent down. And, Piv- and Pavetta. and Pivetta. Jeff Ruppert, how do you feel about the Phillies pitching?
2: Uh remember they're the worst team in the league right now. <laughs> uh and they all have losing <laughs> Thank records. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> and they all have losing records except for Noah who is 6 and 6. You, but but I think if you put people around them who could hit, I think they'll do better. They're losing a lot of one-run games.
0: They are. They've lost 23 one-run games which is the most in major league baseball before the All-Star break. So get to the next grade. Uh let's go to the bullpen. Um Jeff Cohen, I'll let you start again. Your grade D minus for the bullpen. Yeah. D, D minus. minus. Oh, yeah. you made it a minus. I did. Oh, I thought that was a dash in there. No, I thought that's... you gave them a D and then had a dash. No, I didn't know a D minus. I, okay, so I'm more with you, you know, on the D minus. You know why
1: minus. I gave them a B, D minus is because I didn't want them to stay. I want them to go to the next grade and the next team. You know, that's like a teacher. You know, you want give them a, a kid a D minus because you don't want them to stay well, in eighth grade.
0: I, I <laughs> joked. Uh, I mean, we have Verizon as one of our sponsors, and I, I joked on one show that, you know, if you're Pete and you have to hope that the phone doesn't work some days when you call the bullpen. <laughs> like, sorry, no dial tone. But you know why they, the other reason they got a D minus is because you, they do have nishak they do. So if, for now, right?
1: And
2: <laughs> then now. it goes to F. Yes, and then right. and then it's not good.
0: Jeff Rubberg, do you agree with the D minus? Yes,
2: yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, so yes. you yeah. think that's Neris? Neris can't is inconsistent, and uh, they've already dropped their Jen Jenmora Gomez from last year. Yeah, so He's yeah, not, not even on the team anymore.
0: That's not surprising so, to me. So. I was more surprised that they kept them on the team. Let's go around the infield real fast well, before minute, we the, hit a they,
2: break. The, the, we, you were, you, Jeff Cohen had yeah. a point about. Uh, um, uh one one of the players um can't think of it right now that you just, just drop him. Oh Benoit. Yeah. Benoit just just give him his money and then cut him. Yep. Yeah. I I agree with you. In a that heartbeat.
1: One. Yeah. I do not want to see him go out there again.
0: He's lost you know, enough. I games? just
1: I just don't want to see Benoit out there again. All right let's, and
0: he's a miserable guy. <laughs> let's go around the infield with Mr. Sunshine, okay? <laughs> uh so let's start with Tommy Joseph. Uh you give him a B. I would actually give him a B plus. Um I, I think that... He's exceeded expectations. I don't think that they expected to get this from him.
1: How's he exceeded expectations I don't last think, year? You saw that he had the potential
0: I, in two rows. I did not believe that he actually had the potential he was showing. I believe that he was over his head last year, and I thought he was a placeholder for what will eventually come up from the minors.
1: Yeah, I mean, keep in mind though, Tommy Joseph was the top prospect when they got him.
0: I understand he was that. He's a catcher. He's a catcher, I, right. I, Exactly, but I believe that he's actually created more value for himself with the way he's played than I, I so ever too. thought that. That he would would get as a player.
1: Yeah, and I think he's I think he's a 30 home run guy, and it it makes me nervous because the Phillies may be trading a 30 home run guy for the potential of a 35 home run guy, and and it's it worries me. I think they're making the right move if they do it because I've seen Reese Hoskins and I think he's a good ball player. But you never know until they get up here what they're like. And where's Brock Stassi in all of this? Is he? He's is not. He's he was him? never going to be a starting player. He, he was, was a feel
0: good story. He was Darren Ruff of this year. Yeah. He, he was. He was a feel good story who had a hot spring. And but that's,
1: but, but Brock Stassi wasn't a superstar <laughs> even in the minor leagues. Darren Ruff at least was was killing the ball when he was at Reading. Brock Stassi was a guy who worked hard. He's a Philly guy.
0: He worked hard, made his way up here, but he was never going to start. All right, let's let's okay. let's move this a little faster because we're taking longer than the Phillies have to lose all their games to go through their positions and their report Well, parts.
2: in a couple of weeks after training camp starts for the Eagles, then we'll, n- no one's going to be talking about the Phillies. I will.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cohen will. He'll <laughs> right. still be going to the games. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. uh, let's go right. I was go, right?
0: Last night. The in, Yes, you were. Uh, so <laughs> you think Cesar's had a good year. You grade him an A with the team's a D when Caesar has not been there, Cesar Hernandez. I think
1: Caesar would have been an all-star second baseman if, if he hadn't gotten hurt. Okay. So uh, I think when he comes back, and he's now rehabbing, so he'll be back here in a couple days hopefully, I think that they're going to be in good shape at second base. Plus,
0: they got Kingery
1: knocking on the door.
0: Sounds good to me, Jeff Cohen or Jeff Mack.
2: Or... Uh, no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I, I think so. I like Cesar Hernandez. So
0: you'll take his rating. Let, take, let's yeah. keep moving. Freddie Galvis,
2: you think he's played
1: Gold Glove baseball? He has. There, there is no qu- – he should have won the Gold Glove last year. Okay. If you watch him in any game – he makes two great plays, and he makes every routine play. Okay. Uh, I don't know how you could ask for a better second baseman defensively. And
0: offensively, he's a better-than-average hitter. Yeah, I, I he's think got some he's, home runs. I think he's played well so far. And he's
1: turned into the leader of the team, and every player says it.
0: Michael Alfranco.
1: Uh,
2: backwards. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets.
0: Yeah. Um, On the bright side, his helmet isn't falling off of his head now yeah. when he strikes out. Uh-huh. He's played a little bit better recently, but it's been, a, it's been a tough first half. Um, He looks uncomfortable and out of position in the box. He just doesn't look settled. Well, that's because he spun all. around like the Tasmanian devil by the
1: time he's done with his swing.
0: Yeah, I think if you were to look at it, he would probably be your biggest disappointment. I mean, Herrera he's, also. He's but, a
1: huge disappointment, but because he has... So much potential. They they were talking last week about Sarge has been working with him. Gary Matthews has been working with him on his swing. And and he's trying to do the same thing that everybody else is telling him. For those that don't understand that Matt Stairs is trying to get him out of this, it's as simple as they're trying to get him not to swing at off-speed stuff on the outside part of the plate. Just let it go. If it means striking out looking, let it go
0: because you're not going to do anything with it. All right. Jeff Ruppberg, let's move to the outfield. Uh
2: Herrera. Uh, let's let's put them I, together. I, I have a question for you. The Phillies don't have anybody in the minor leagues f- coming up for third base. Couldn't they trade for someone? They just don't have anybody at AAA. Okay. Uh, how about how about trading for a guy like uh, Mike uh, Mustakas of, uh, well, of they the have, Royals? the
0: Royals have to want to do that though, and I don't see why they would. We we checked their record before; they're in third place and only three games out. It takes two to tango.
2: Right. And I just yeah, don't okay.
0: think that they'd be willing to do that. I mean it sounds great to say let's get a third baseman and plug him in. I, I don't know that I'd want to give up on Franco I think we should this- trade
1: Franco for Nolan Arenado. Well,
0: but they're they're <laughs> not gonna do that. Nobody nobody's gonna do that right now. Or
1: Manny Machado. All right, let's go oh, okay, let's go good. through the okay. let's go through the
0: outfield right now, um because we're already late for a break, so we'll just keep going. Um uh, let's look at them together. Uh Altair's had a much better season than anybody could yep. have expected. Kind of give right. him in a Herrera. Where are let's we? See. See, mm-hmm. yeah. And is that an improving C or a C going in the wrong direction right now? It depends on the week. With it depends it. That's the it. problem. <laughs> yeah. is he fluctuate, He could go from an A to an F. Have you liked what you've seen from Nick Williams since he's been up here? Yes. Yes. Waited a long time Wait. for him to get here. Looks pretty comfortable. Uh, Nava and Kendrick, thoughts? I think Kendrick
1: is going to be gone by the trade deadline. Is he going to be
0: healthy to be gone? Well, that's the one thing. If he's healthy,
1: he's gone. I mean, he's batted over 340. And Nava has done a really good job when he's been in there. So he's another good guy I think that they're going to end up getting rid of. But what I like about the Phillies' outfield right now is when Herrera, Williams, and Althera are in there, they're the best defensive outfield in the National League.
0: They can cover more It's a bold statement. They can cover more ground. On a team 29-58.
1: What does that have to do with whether or not their defense I'm just is? Saying the it's outfield? a
0: very bold statement, right there. I'm telling you that those three guys cover more. than You don't Brown think you're wearing red glasses saying that? No, it's a very like. I, I mean I, I'm not looking at the other outfield's right now.
1: But. I don't see a World Series in the immediate future. Good, but I see good things in this team.
0: Okay, I'm and glad you don't see a And I spend enough time World in series. the
1: minors to see that that there are guys
0: down there that are going to help this team. I'm glad you don't see a World Series because yeah. I would send you yeah. an eye doctor.
2: Well, if <laughs> they're going to trade uh, Nishak, right? Uh, yes. uh, likely, yeah. likely. Yeah. What do you I mean
0: likely? Yeah. If they keep him, they're crazy. They're it's not, the only there's asset no, they have. There is no way Nishak's here at this. Jeff, trade why, why don't you take us to break right. and then we'll come back and we'll keep going with the conversation.
2: You're sure. listening to the Heart of Sports on 6:10 a.m. I'm Jeff Rutberg, along with Jason Springer and Jeff Cohen. If you'd like to join the conversation, give us a call at 888-728-9941. When we come back, we're going to talk about patience as a fan. Give us a call, 888-728-9941. We'll be right back.
3: Are you looking for a lifeline? Verizon New Jersey Shares Communication Lifeline is a statewide nonprofit that provides assistance to individuals and families living in New Jersey, those who are in need of temporary help in paying their communication and energy bills. Want to know how to apply? All you need to do is call Verizon New Jersey Shares at 1 888 337 3339. Or visit on the web at www.newjerseyshares.org. It's quick and easy to sign up, but remember, you must be a Verizon Residential Landline customer to apply for eligible programs. That's Verizon New Jersey Shares, keeping the lines of communication open for you and your family.
0: Let me tell you, buying or selling a home is a life-changing decision. Whether you're looking for your first home or searching for your forever home, Ann Coons is the realtor you need. In fact, she helped my wife and I settle into our forever home. With over 30 years helping satisfied clients buy and sell homes in the Delaware Valley, Ann Coons will give you the professional and reliable service you deserve. When it's time to buy or sell a home in South Jersey or Philadelphia, contact Ann Coons, the only name you need to know in real estate. You can call Ann today at 856-795-4709. Again, that's 856-795-4709. Or learn more on the web at www.annkoonsrealestate.com.
2: And welcome back to the Heart of Sports on 610 AM. I'm Jeff Rutberg with Jason Springer and Jeff Cohen you'd like to join us in the conversation, give us a call, 888 728 9941.
0: All right, guys, let's talk about patience. Uh, we're not necessarily a patient fan base. After we finished the show last week, I had a friend who was listening text me that he was tired of being patient. He no longer with wanted us? to be. No, with. The Philadelphia sports teams. He was actually rather patient with us. Thanks. Um, he had no patience for the idea of processes and rebuilding and it's coming in the future. And if this, then that. Um, his patience was done. Uh, so what did
1: he do? What What was his proposal? What's he going to do about it?
0: Complain to me. Okay. <laughs> there was no proposal. Right. I mean, I love the guy. There was no proposal, ah. but he w- he is done with patience. Mm-hmm. How patient are you both as a Philadelphia fan, and does it depend on the franchise?
2: Well... You know what are you going to do? What's a fan going to do?
0: You're not patient.
2: I'm not patient. So, <laughs> so what I do is I'll add another team sometimes during the year in baseball. See, I can't do so that. So I'll, I'll root for the Yankees. Uh, I, can't, for, uh, I can't root against the Phillies if they're uh, playing the Yankees, but I'll, I'll root for the Yankees because the season usually ends. The Phillies' season usually ends in June. I ca-
0: I can't, can't root for another team?
2: Well, uh, or the Orioles or,
0: or I can't root for another team. I uh,
2: usually to. the American League teams. So okay, so you're
0: you're not as patient you you go looking for other options. Jeff Cohen <laughs> your your patience level. Yeah. With with these teams. Um it, does it go by team? Yes. I mean you weren't an anti-process guy but you got impatient with the process. I made
1: fun of the process. So, um but but I
0: I understood
1: the process. I didn't understand Sam Hinkey. So like I I think a lot of the problem with the process was not necessarily what they were doing. It was the length that they were doing it, that what they were charging the fans to watch them purposely lose. See, there's now a $176
0: fee for a wait, to be on the wait list
1: for Is tickets. there really?
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that money does not go towards the price of the tickets. No, it goes when, to when, the Sixers. It goes to the Sixers, <laughs> yeah. No,
0: look, it's, it is them capitalizing on the excitement. Now, some would say... They didn't quite give a rebate. In, pre- in fact, they had a markup for premium games over the last couple of years right. when important teams were in town. Under a bad team, they didn't quite give a refund. But yeah, look, they're they're taking advantage of the fact that they're a hot ticket right now. There's excitement, and it's it's funny. I don't see people being patient with that team anymore. Now that they've signed Redick, the the bar's been oh, raised. Oh, if,
1: if this doesn't work. As quickly as people jumped on.
0: They'll jump they're off. are gonna
1: jump off. And, yeah, and
0: that's yeah. the thing. Or if, know, if
1: they get, God forbid they have, they
0: start with a bunch of injuries. Don't again. even
1: uh, see that, that. That's, that's gonna be. My
0: stomach turned the other night when Markel Fultz's ankle turned, okay? Oh, well, we all did. I couldn't sleep all night long. Oh, who, who more, didn't geez.
1: have the same reaction as Joel Embiid did? I'm, I, so, I'm, please I'm, no, don't let this I, happen. Yeah. That used, was Joel I'm used Embiid. to it.
2: I mean, they, they keep drafting people that can't play for two or so three years. So are you
0: beaten down so much as a fan that you're past patience and now you're just to ambivalence?
2: Yeah, really. It's, it's, uh, if they win, that's good. I, I expect them to win, but see, with all the teams, when I go to a game or watch on TV, I give them a 50-50 chance.
0: Well, they if, have they, a they 50-50 take, chance, So, but. So, <laughs> so if
2: they, if they lose, it's expected. And if they win, it's icing on the cake. Okay. I get the lowering of
0: expectations so that we're not disappointed. I've done that in my life before. But is that, <laughs> is that a good thing for a fan base? Because the, the thing no, that we always you, hear no, about is not. the passion of the city. Right. And, and I feel like we're being lulled into a sense of mediocrity. Right. The, the yeah. teams have struggled for so long See, that I don't
1: think that's the, the case. It's, okay. I think it might be the case with the flyers because they, they have been lulled.
0: I mean, how long have we heard patience be preached with that team?
1: Right. And, and, And that's why when you say, is it by team, it is. The Sixers did win a championship a long time ago, but they did. The Phillies have most recently won a championship and had a lot of good years. So the rebuilding you can be patient with. The Sixers are trying something. People had their patience or didn't, and now we're going to see if it pays off. And if it doesn't. God help them, because it because there will be a revolt in this city.
0: If you if, listen, if it doesn't work. I'm, I'm a consumer of sports talk radio. Obviously, mm-hmm. I love doing this, but I drive around and listen to it, and the excitement among fans that you know you hear people say 50 wins, and, and I'm, I'm just listening and I'm going, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? So there is there, but but to answer your
1: question, then there is not there is not patience there there is acceptance and then impatience once the team gets good and that's what look that what's that's what happened to the eagles
0: are we still the passionate fan base that we were yes. or have the last few years beaten us down i think so jeff do you think that we're, we still have the same passion
2: oh sure sure the the eagles are, are sell out the uh, you know the sixers are going to be selling out i i think so just just me personally i mean I, i'll go to the uh, eagles games whether they're whether yeah, you'll, you'll go you'll yeah. go
1: regardless
0: yeah, uh, he'll go even if it's the... Uh, if it's the scab game. Right. You'll go, that's you'll, right, that's you'll, right, with the replacement you'll, players. You'll go to that and see the replacements.
2: Sure.
0: I, I just, I don't want to accept losing. I you, don't want to be lulled. I don't think people do. I don't want to be lulled into a situation where losing is okay, and that's been the frustration for me with the Sixers. This city,
1: none of these teams has fans that are Cubs fans.
0: No. not not we're we're not lovable losers exactly that day will never come we want a winner Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no lovable losing at all no no okay uh let's talk real fast you guys want to take a road trip next year london london i'm there london baby what do you think the sixers are going to play at the o2 arena in january of next year is that going to be one of the tickets in your home game plan jeff I hope so.
1: Sixers, if you're listening, you can throw that game in mind. You think they'll, they'll put that yeah, in? I hope so. They, they'll, yeah. they'll give you the no, chance I, to look, go- look, it Look, it, it, it's a chance for the Sixers to have a, an international footprint. And I think so. It's good for the Sixers. It's always good for the league to go abroad and do these kind of things, even with football. I, I don't want to go see a, football, a Jaguars game in London, but people do. I wonder if they're going to air it at 9
0: a.m. like they do the football games.
1: I like when they do that. It bre- breakfast with basketball? Uh, look, uh, I wish I lived on the West Coast just so I could watch football earlier instead of having to wait till
2: 12 or 1 o'clock. And if the uh, Sixers have a losing record at that time, then they could stay in London for uh, the next couple See, of months. Yeah, and that's
0: the fandom that I don't understand. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I can't have that attitude. I, wouldn't want, I don't want to find another team to root for. I want my team to be good. Can you imagine though what it's going to
1: be if Joel Embiid is healthy, and he goes over to London? Oh, he's going to be taking pictures in front of oh, Buckingham by, Palace. By the way, can we he go back is going to Joel to be Embiid an international for a superstar?
0: Joel Embiid was out in the outfield during the home run derby. He was of the everywhere All-Star this game. week. He caught a baseball, two, two baseballs. He two. It looked like a ping pong ball <laughs> in his hand. The man's hands are insanely large. Uh huh. So. And, and then he up, showed
1: up at the ESPYs.
0: He did show up at the yeah. ESPYs. And there's also a GoFundMe page uh-huh. to support his fine that he received from the NBA for his comments about LeVar Ball, which has so far raised over $26,000. And by the way,
1: although we can't say the words, um, is there anybody that disagreed with what he said? I Look,
0: <laughs> as somebody who now has a five-month-old, you have an older child than yes. me, I'm sure there's a lot of people that preferred he'd use different language. I think the Correct. sentiment yeah. is... That a lot of people feel that way about right. LeVar Ball, but as a superstar and somebody who, whether you believe they should or not, is looked up to, mm-hmm. I don't know that that was the most effective way to do it. Well, I think Chase Utley, that ship sailed yeah, with the World yeah, Series. Yeah, Chase out. Utley did that. Yeah. <laughs> we got a couple minutes left before we finish up. Let's uh, talk real fast about NBA free agency. Okay, guys, 10 days into free agency, owners have given out $2.3 billion. Yeah, You're jealous is, again.
2: Really, I'm on. That's unfair to the N- NFL. Huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and that's the that's what Richard Sherman is seeing, yeah. and that's what he's reacting to. He's not looking at it any further than look at this: two point three billion dollars for some players who barely play. When?
1: Yeah.
0: When what? I said no. I said
1: when. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to cry for Richard Sherman. It is a little crazy that somebody like J. J. Redick is getting twenty three million dollars for one year. But if that's what the
0: market bears, then then fine. It's not my money. So you know I'm big on numbers. Uh, James Hart, by the time his career is over, will have been made, have made three hundred eighteen million dollars. Only Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant will have made more mm-hmm. until the next guy signs a bigger. Until future. exactly right, until, exactly, and yeah. they're going to keep going up like that. The thing that's been most interesting to me is. There hasn't been a single NBA head coaching change this offseason. That's crazy. I, I've never heard of that. There have been changes in front offices, mm-hmm. but there hasn't been one <laughs> coach. I mean, do people just think that it's gonna be the Cavs and Golden State? So let's just keep what we've no, got. No, I
2: think the Sixers I think no. the Sixers will be there too.
0: Well, I think the Sixers are in much better shape with, with Brett Brown as uh, a coach. You know what I'm looking I, forward to seeing li- what I he like, does with this team. I like there was
1: an article this week and I like what I heard from J.J. Reddick. And J.J. Reddick seemed to be saying that that people know Brett Brown and want to play for Brett Brown. So if the young players improve and play well together, if the Sixers have money under the cap that they can play with uh, next off season, and they could very quickly challenge the Cavs. Plus – LeBron James may not be there next
0: year. Absolutely. And
1: Embiid may try to get him to come here. Huh? My
0: last crazy stat, uh, Jamal Crawford is going to be the sixth player in NBA history to play for at least 17 different head coaches. And, he, and wow. he's, a, he's a really good player. That's a lot of head coaches yeah. to have instruction from. Guys, final words for this week. Anything going on? Anything you're going to be watching? Jeff Rotberg, are you going to watch the Phillies come back from the break? Yes, I hope they have a better second half. I hope so, too. I'll be watching from Milwaukee tonight, and uh, let's hope they got something better. Jeff Cohen, what are your thoughts?
1: I'm looking forward to the second half of the season. You would be. Of course I would.
0: You'll be watching, Mm -hmm. and you'll be going to the minor league games. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week on The Heart of Sports. Make sure to join us next Friday night, and we'll help you start your weekend in style. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.